How radios work. The radio wave. The basic building block of radio communications is a radio wave. Like waves on a pond, a radio wave is a series of repeating peaks and valleys. The entire pattern of a wave before it repeats itself is called a cycle. The wavelength is the distance of, of the wave takes to complete one cycle. The number of cycles or times that wave repeats per second is called a frequency. Frequency is measured in the unit hertz. Referring to the number of cycles per second, 1000 hertz is referred to as a kilohertz, 1 million hertz is a megahertz, and 1 billion hertz is a gigahertz. The range of the radio spectrum is considered to be 3 kilohertz up to 300 gigahertz. A radio wave is generated by a transmitter, then detected by a receiver. An antenna allows a radio transmitter to send energy into space and a receiver to pick up energy from space. Transmitters and receivers are typically designed to operate over a limited range of frequencies. Radio waves travel in waves, much like the waves on the ocean. They move or oscillate up and down in a uniform motion. Just imagine for a moment if you hold a piece of string in your hand with one hand in each end and you pulled it apart tightly, the string would move up and down rapidly. And this is very similar to how radio waves oscillate through the air. The amount of time it takes for a string or a radio wave to move from its top position to its bottom position and up again to its original position is called a cycle. The amount of distance that a radio wave moves in one cycle is called a wavelength. The number of cycles in one second is referred to the wave's frequency. Factors associated with the transmission of radio waves. One of the most important concepts for all ham radio operators is propagation. Propagation is the process of radio signals traveling through the air, bouncing from surface to surface as it travels to radio antennas. Hams will closely monitor the atmosphere for storms, weather conditions, solar flares, and other atmospheric conditions that affect the transmission of radio signals or the propagation of radio signals. Through the air, weather can play a very important role in the effectiveness of a radio signal, and this is especially important concern for those ham radio operators who engage in professional emergency services. Having the right antenna is an essentially important concern for most radio operators. The radio spectrum. The radio spectrum is a small section of the electromagnetic spectrum devoted to the radio transmission. When you turn your radio to a specific station, you are choosing a specific frequency that is contained within the radio spectrum. All of these different frequencies are grouped together into different types of frequencies, and these groupings are called bands. So, for example, there is an AM band, which contains signals from AM radio stations. Bands are a very important concept in ham radio. So we'll look at the four main segments of or bands of frequencies, shortwave or high frequency. Radio waves traveling in this band are intended for AM radio stations, ship to shore, and ship to ship communications. Several military frequencies. The citizens band and several different ham radio bands are contained within this band. Very high frequency. This band includes television channels 2 through 13, all FM radio stations, several ham radio stations, some military frequencies, and some other commercial radio frequencies. Ultra high frequency. This includes TV channels 14 and higher, two ham radio bands, cell phones, and some military frequencies. Microwaves. This band includes GPS signals, wireless telephones, Wi-Fi networking signals, several ham radio bands, and yes, your microwave oven. The transceiver. 
What EMS personnel would typically refer to as a radio would typically be called a transceiver, a piece of equipment that receives a radio signal and outputs the signal to a speaker, also commonly referred to as a radio, is a receiver. A transmitter is a device that generates radio waves. When you put the two together, you get a transceiver. History of Public Safety Radio, 1970. The use of telemetry applications by emergency medical services from hospital to uh, field and vice versa are introduced. 1970s, establishment of the enhanced 911 services, including 911 selective routing, automatic location information, and automatic uh, number identification. 1980s, cellular 1G network was developed and deployed. 19, uh, January 13th, 1982, the Air Florida Flight 90 crash used in Washington Area Mutual Aid Radio System and Police Mutual Aid System Networks. Washington Area Warning Alert Systems were used but insufficient. 1989, Project 25, suite of digital standards for conventional and trunk public safety systems developed promulgating a variety of requirements which enhance operations and interoperability. 1990s, cellular 2G network was developed and deployed. 1990s, geographic information systems began to be incorporated to support 911 computer-aided dispatch, RMS, and tactical mapping requirements in communication centers and public safety answering points. 1996, Federal Communication Commission issued the Wireless Enhanced 911 Rules to address new technologies that had to be created in order to provide enhanced 911 services to all wireless callers. Implemented in two phases, phase one within six months of a valid request for a PSAP, wireless carriers had to deliver 911 caller's voice and original cell site location to the most appropriate PSAP. Phase two required wireless carriers as of October 1st, 2001 and within six months of PSAP requests and location of information to improve location information used in call routing and caller location by providing the 911 systems with the latitude and longitude of callers. Carriers were allowed to choose handset-based location technology using global positioning systems or similar technology within individual wireless phones or network-based location technology using cell tower triangulation. Mobile broadband data was created. It allows wireless internet access through a portable modem. 1996, Nextel launches their IDEN push-to-talk network a concept that would lay the foundation for mission-critical communications over cellular networks instead of traditional LMR systems. 1997, emergency alert system was created. This replaced the legacy EBS as noted for the Cuban Missile Crisis, moving from analog to digital alerting capabilities and common alerting protocol. 1998, wireless sensors and machine-to-machine capabilities. Uh, Border control and security central stations alarms were implemented. Portable, in 1999, portable fingerprint scanners were invented and primarily for law enforcement. 1999, Public Safety Act of 1999. 2000s, Sailor 3G network was developed and deployed. 2000s, Sailor data networks, rollout versus traditional voice networks. August 14, 2003, the Northeast blackout was a reminder to have backup communication systems in place and has influenced continuity measures for emergency response personnel. 2005, the transition from public switch telephone network to internet protocol begins. August 29, 2005, Hurricane Katrina saw the use of public safety wireless network program audio matrix uh, in Baton Rouge and New Orleans. 
2006, InterRF subsystem interface ISSI connectivity was implemented. 2009, smart building programs was on scene. Accountability tactical applications began to be developed and integrated to interact with jurisdictional computer-aided dispatching systems.